Hey guys, sorry if I sound a little different. To be honest, I've been on this emotional roller coaster the past 24 hours. I went from crying in my car to trying to stick it through an AA meeting to turning off my phone last night just because I just needed to be alone with my higher power. And I just needed sleep because I know my mindset was not where it needed to be. And today I woke up in a better mood. I cleaned the place, feel refreshed, went to the pool. And then a few things some people said just really, really like felt insensitive to me. And it just made me think of a lot of things that relate to my podcast and so I was like might as well just let out on the podcast I mean I already finished my crying episode there's like four or five tissues everything's fine though right um it just sometimes you gotta let it out and unfortunately it comes out of nowhere for me like it takes one word to just make me collapse sometimes and I was triggered today um not about something that's gonna hopefully not give me night terrors because that's been the main theme this week is not sleeping because of night terrors but because this world in general is supposed to accept you for who you are right for who you truly are Not the BS crap that we all make up saying we're fine when we're not. Like, I know back in the day, showing emotion is weak. But today, showing emotion, expressing your mental health and mental disorders, and showing that vulnerability takes a lot. So anytime someone ever shares something like that, That means they're very strong people because that means they're actually processing what they're going through and they're actually dealing with it. If they're quiet, if people don't speak, the majority of the time is because they're dying inside and they don't want to lay out because people are still ignorant of mental health. And... I hope eventually one day people will accept it, but that still hasn't happened yet. So today, the reason why I've just been all over the place and I've been so angry slash sad slash thinking of my past is because in AA, right, you go to meetings You're supposed to share whatever's on your mind. At least that's what I was told. You're supposed to share how you feel and talk about your sobriety and stuff and things that impact it, right? But apparently, I've been told by numerous people lately that you shouldn't be talking about mental health at AA meetings or NA meetings or HA meetings, right? Why? That's why I want to know why. Because a lot of people who started drugs, started alcohol, was because 
they have a mental illness and we're trying to feel lighter about it. At least that's the case for me. So mental health is the deep root of why I'm a sober Sally now. Is the deep root of why I didn't stop until I had no option. And so I feel like it's kind of hypocritical to be like, oh, talk about your sobriety and what struggles you're going through, but mental health is irrelevant to AA. But I'm literally reading chapter five in Alcoholics Anonymous, and I'll just read one passage for you and tell me how you feel about it. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. Those are two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. That is from the AA book, the OG book that's been modified for Alcoholics Anonymous. So when I'm being told to be honest, but mental health, is not something that should be shared at AA meetings blows my mind because that is the root cause of why I went through the path I did. And if I can't be honest with people I thought I could relate to, then who can I be honest with? Do I need to find other groups that understand mental health? Because right in the book, it says it's a much harder time for people with mental disorders to stay sober. But people are telling me I I shouldn't express that in AA meetings. Why? Because you can't handle what I'm saying? Imagine being the one going through it because I constantly fight with my brain every single day because I know that's not who I really am, but my mental disorders sometimes take over my entire body, my brain. I'm not who, I'm not my true self. And so I used to feel comfortable sharing about my struggles of the week, but apparently, according to people, that's just irrelevant. Even though I'm reading in the AA book, those are the people who have a much harder time. So someone telling me there's no excuse to why I struggle staying at meetings sometimes or why I had a hard time sitting through a meeting and why I'm texting my counselor during a meeting. 
I feel like I should get a little leeway. Yeah. It would be one thing if I wasn't trying to help my mental disorders and they were out of control. I get that. Because you're not taking care of yourself. But I have a counselor. I have a psychiatrist. I meet with them often. I'm responsible about my meds. I reach out when I know I'm not okay. I do... I have plans when I'm not okay. I literally have a wall of therapy stuff to look at when I'm not okay. Like, I am very self-aware, and that is something I'm really happy about, and it's something really good to have, self-awareness. So when I know I'm not okay, and I need a moment, there's probably a good reason. Like, last night before an AA meeting, I literally had to take a moment and lay in my car and bawl my eyes out for, like, 10 minutes, get myself together, and go sit through a meeting. I honestly wanted to just drive home, but I knew that wasn't a good idea for numerous reasons. A, I wasn't in the right mind state. B, these people who are talking in the meeting I know can relate to a certain extent and see what was going through my brain was not safe to be alone and I knew that so I forced myself back down and sat through a meeting before I went home and I knew I needed to do that but now I feel like what's the point of going means if I can't be honest if I can't tell you the struggles of mental health and try and stay sober because those two things correlate to me a thousand percent the reason why I discovered I had a drinking problem was because once I was actually happy with life I was still drinking an obnoxious amount I was still drinking for celebrating for all these reasons and there's days I had a good day and there was zero reason but why was I getting drunk that was when I knew there was a problem I viewed it as oh I'm dealing I'm drinking because they don't have my meds right so I need to drink until they do get my meds right I made excuses like that for 12 years 12 long years and I made so many excuses because of mental health and I was talking to one of my friends about this struggle I'm having right now because yeah when someone tells me my mental health is no excuse of why I have certain behaviors I'm sorry, but that you just don't understand what mental health is and you don't understand what mental disorders are. That's something maybe you should learn because, hello, it's 20th century. A lot of people have a lot of issues. And the fact that the AA book even clearly states we have a harder time staying sober, but you don't want us to talk about the mental health is what bothers me. It's like I'm reading it over and over and over again, but I'm being told something else. And for people who are kind of in the same boat as me, it doesn't mean stop going meetings, but obviously they 
I mean, they need to get over it at this rate. Like, just pull that up in the book. It is on page, let me double check. For me, it's on page 58. So, I don't understand why I'm being told it's not an excuse and it's separate from AA. When for me, no, they're they're together. It's like a package deal for me. Like, my... My learning disability, my mental illness, my sober Sally issues, all come in one. Take it or it's a personal problem if you can't handle it. Obviously, that's why I have days I can't handle it. I can't. You think I want to go through the life I did? You think I wanted to have night terrors the past week and wake up in horror and try and recover from what I remembered of that dream and then to try to go to a meeting where too much stimulus is going on and increasing my anxiety you think that's easy to do oh let me go to a meeting now that I am scarred for today because I only slept like two hours because of the night terrors I had and no matter how much chocolate or comfort food I had, I still wasn't sleeping because I was petrified. But that has nothing to do with staying sober, right? Even though I used to use the excuse, oh, they don't have the right sleeping meds for me and I can't sleep, so alcohol will help me. But apparently these are separate issues. Even though my friend mentioned so many books that connect AA and mental health, like Sober for Good, Unbroken Brain, Living with Co-Occurring Addiction and Mental Health Disorders, and another book, You Are Not Alone. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm someone who does objective data, right? Because... I'm in the medical field. That's how I work. I don't go based off subjective. So based off what I've been reading, it shows that it's much harder and it shows that it's relevant. So if people are talking about mental health at meetings, something's going on. Maybe you should ask how they're doing versus, oh, well... This program's just to help you stay sober. Like, that's a whole separate thing. And yeah, you need different help. Like, AA's not going to fix bipolar or depression stuff. That's right. You do need outside help. You do need a counselor. You may need meds. You may have a lot of things to work through that AA can't do for you. But it's ignorant to say that mental health and AA don't go together. I know not everyone believes that, but lately I've been hearing it numerous times. And I'm sorry, mental health tends to be in my shares because mental health is what kept me a drunk, kept my emotional compassibility of an eighth grader because that's when I started drinking A lot. And so, yeah, for me, it relates a lot. And for my sixth diagnosis, 
which I will elaborate and tell you probably by next week. And you'll know my learning disability makes going work 10 times harder. It makes going meetings 10 times harder. It makes me communicating with people 10 times harder. But that's not an excuse, right? That's not an excuse of why it's hard for me to deal with meetings or why I need a 10 minute break or why I need just to talk to a couple of people versus this whole AA meeting with so many other background sounds. So no, mental health goes with AA. It's in the book. There's books about it. And I'm sorry, if you can't handle hearing it, that's one thing. Tune us out. But you shouldn't tell someone what they should say or what they should concentrate on or what they should focus on. I thought the... AA meeting, the only thing that was required was a desire to stop drinking. And that's why everyone's there at the end of the day. But people come from messed up backgrounds. People come from a line of mental disorders. Obviously, a line of addiction. So why are you trying to take their voice away when they're struggling with a mental disorder. Because that's when people like me have a high chance of relapsing. So that's probably why they're talking about it because they want to let it out. So they don't go home and decide to have a bottle or go home and hurt themselves. That's reality. If someone's talking about mental health, there's obviously something going on in their head at that time. So, for people who are like me, I hope I meet more of you. For people who truly believe that you shouldn't mention mental health in AA or tell someone limit what they can and can't talk about or say mental health is not an excuse... There, there needs to be some education on that because that's not right. And maybe you'll hear this podcast and think about it. Or maybe you'll learn one day the hard way when someone relapses and it's because of their mental disorder that people are overlooking, that people feel uncomfortable hearing about. Well, then... If you feel that uncomfortable, maybe we should start making AA meetings for people who understand that mental disorders correlate with alcoholism for a good amount of people. Not everyone, but just because there's people who are naive, there's people who are ignorant, there's people who don't understand because they don't go through it doesn't mean you should be like, oh, that shouldn't be discussed at a meeting. Oh, that's separate. Oh, I can't help you with that. Anyone can help someone going through a mental crisis just by listening. Just sitting there, not talking, letting it all out. 
that just listening by itself takes some effort not too much though is what can save someone from drinking and that's what can save someone from taking their life because they their brains telling them they're not worthy of living and that's the hard truth and so i I'm not going to change why I have to say I meetings because that's what's keeping me sober and slightly sane. Yeah, I have outside help because I know I need it and I have it. But if you know about mental health, you can't schedule appointments with psychiatrists every single day. You can't schedule appointments with counselors every single day. Most people can't afford that. I can't. They're not available. Do you know how hard it is to get counselors, especially during COVID? Because people are losing their minds and a lot of people are relapsing because they're losing their minds. That has to do with mental health. So let them talk about it at a meeting without feeling like they have to limit what they want to say. Because that's not fair for them. It's not fair for me. It's not fair for anyone who wants to just say how they feel at that moment. So next time you think mental health and AA should be separate, really think about it. Or maybe read one of the books I suggested because clearly there's also a correlation. It's a domino effect. If one part is not being taken care of, the rest is going to fall apart. So please don't be that pe- those people that tell people what they should talk about and what they shouldn't. I'm pretty sure what, free speech is still a thing. So don't tell people to hold back if they're struggling mentally because that's probably a way they're crying out for help for someone else who understands them in that room. So I hope and I pray that this podcast helps anyone and for those who truly think people should limit what they say if it's mental health related learn something from this because I know people have lost someone because they've taken their own life and just simply having someone sit in an AA room who's also an alcoholic with depression expressing how they feel that is what can save someone's life that day so don't take that away from them They have every right to say what they want to. I have every right to say what I want to. If it's keeping me sober, if it's keeping me slightly more sane, if I find more people who are in the same boat as me because I talked about it, there's so many benefits with that. If it's inconvenient for you, that's probably what this book refers to as a default 
and look into that and see why it bothers you and see what how it's unfair that you can talk about what you want because you don't have a mental illness but then we're limited that side's limited because they can't talk about their mental health we're not supposed to be separated here we're all in the same boat for the same reason because we have a desire to stop whatever you were using whatever you were drinking smoking anything that is what brings all of us together in that one room. The desire we want to stop. I don't think there's a exception under there in very small print. Except for those who have mental health disorders. You shouldn't talk about it as much. Because it bugs other people. Does that sound like a meeting anyone's going to want to go to? Does that sound like a good advertisement? Hey, if you have a desire drink or don't have a desire drink, you are welcome. But you're only limited to talk about the drinking problem. Don't talk about your mental health disorders. Even though in the book it says you have a much harder time staying sober than us neurotypical people. Yeah, we don't want to hear about it. We just want to hear about your drunk mistakes and why you were drinking. That makes zero sense. It makes no sense. And I'm sorry, there's shares from neurotypical people I don't want to hear. But if they want to let it out, let it out. So give the non-neurotypical people the same thing. Even if you don't enjoy hearing what they have to say... There's obviously a reason for why they're saying it. And maybe, just maybe you'll gain something from it. So please, for neurotypical AA members, please think about what I just said. And it's not every neurotypical AA person. It's not. I know that for a fact. But I've been hearing this more and more. And yeah, it's putting me on edge. Yeah, it's making me angry, which, yeah, makes me sad. It's a domino effect because of my feelings. So just like it's time for the world to accept mental disorders and mental health, maybe some of our AA members need to do the same thing. And on that note, I'm going to a meeting today and I'm going to say exactly what I want, how I feel in that moment, because that's what I need to stay sober. Sorry if that's a little selfish of me because you don't like to hear what I have to say, but the end of the day, I'm there for the same reason everyone else is, so I should have the right to say what I want, to say anything I want, just like everyone else has. You don't have to like every single person's share. That's fine. But you may learn something from it, or 
you need to remind yourself it's helping them to relieve their pain and their struggles too. So that's that's my talk for today. And it just felt great laying that out, honestly, because it's just not fair. What the heck? But you know what? I'm done crying about it. I'm not going to drink about it. I will talk to my friends about it and the family members I can because I'm sorry I didn't come from a great family that's all emotionally okay and stuff. I, I wish I did, but that's not the case. But you know what? I'm happy. I'm sober. I'm making this work the best I can. So sorry if me expressing my daily struggles is an inconvenience for everyone. But I'm still going to let it out because I've learned the hard way bottling things up for over a decade creates a ticking bomb that's already exploded. So that's why I'm laying everything out now because I don't I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go through that again. So please just be a person who listens no matter what they have to say. Sometimes it makes zero sense to you, but maybe you'll find some sense to it in the long run. And on that note, I am going to find a awesome song to conclude this rant with. I'll talk to you guys soon. Just a reminder, um, Skulls and Unicorns is still an Instagram page. You can still voice message on here. I know my podcast is on numerous sites now, which is kind of dope, not going to lie. And I will have more guest speakers soon. But today was just kind of more of an outburst. Like, I need to let it out. And I, I want people to hear. So maybe they learn something from it. Or I guess tune this one out if you still think mental illness and AA talk should be segregated. I don't know. That's a personal problem. So I'll, I'm sure I will. you guys will hear from me soon. Toodles.